This is episode 554 of the Eventing Radio Show, brought to you by Eventing Writers Association of North America. This week's show, we have Pan American medalist Carlos Pera and Courtney Carson. This is Max Corcoran in hot but not too bad overcast, meh, you know, a little bit dry, Middleburg, Virginia. And this is Joe in wet, thunderstormy, I was going to say Ocala, but I'm not actually, I'm down in Lady Lake uh, uh-huh. today, Max, yeah, um, but normally very, very sunny in hot Florida, and you are listening to the Eventing Radio Show. So, Max, how are you doing up there? Joe, we're doing good. I finally am going to be in the same place for more than two days, which I'm kind of excited about. Yeah. Um, up here in Middleburg, getting ready for the Great Meadow International, which is next week. Yeah. They've got the yeah. big sprinkler guns absolutely on full tilt. Right. Because it's been very dry here. So yeah, they've yeah. got the wheel is going all the time. Yeah. All well, the time. We, we, we do not have that trouble down no. here. At no. the moment, it, we've had really had quite a lot of rain, and there's been massive floods actually just on the way down here. I'm I'm still wow. believe this, Max. I'm staging my mother-in-law's house for a photo shoot. Okay, now why they sent me down to do it, I'm not quite sure, but <laughs> that is my job. Perhaps because I'm good at moving furniture or something. But probably anyway, yes. To- I've done a bit of bit of stuff. Me and the photographer have been working away. It's been quite funny. Um, yeah, we've had wet weather, so we've got a competition coming up this week at Ocala at the Horse Park. I've got the times out today, which is cool. Um, Seven thirty dressage, <laughs> followed uh, by well. followed by an eight fifty, and then um, another horse at some stage, and wrapped up by about eleven on Saturday. And the cross country is eight and eight forty on the nice. Sunday. So done. that's a little bit about early. how Perfect. well that's how that's how we have to live down here at, yeah. at this time of the year. Otherwise, we're going to be just um, very, very, very um, hot and uncomfortable. Right. So, but the footing will be absolutely perfect because we've just had rain after rain after yeah. rain. Yeah, um, absolutely. Max, tell us what you've been doing. You've had your, you've been you've been stuck in an office or stuck in a in a meeting rooms for the last couple of days, haven't you? Well, I did. Yes, I was um, just at the board of governors, USCA board of governors meeting on Monday, yawn, Tuesday, yawn, day Wednesday. Yawn, sorry. Yep. Yeah. So that, that was. <laughs> what's oh oh yawn 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 yes, yes. I'm yawn yawning. yawn yawn no yep. it actually was uh, we actually got a lot of good stuff done but yes it is a lot of days a lot of hours of sitting still which a lot of us are not really good at doing yeah. um so was that we went and played actually it was kind of fun on the Tuesday we went um you know the we we had meetings all day Tuesday and then Wednesday morning and Tuesday night instead of us just sort of still sitting in the hotel um we all went into Top Golf um, which was really fun. So it's sort of a, it's sort of a driving range meets bowling alley in a bit of a way. So you, everybody takes turn, there are different games you can play and everybody takes turn hitting, but there's also, um, like television screens, it's sort of a sports bar and they, they come around and they'll get you drinks and you can order food. And so we had, it was actually kind of a fun night. So we all had a driving contest and who could hit the ball the furthest. And, um, so, you know, cause there's nobody competitive in that group. So that was no. good. um but we had a good time the usca staff that works there they're just awesome people and they were there with us and so it was just kind of fun to um fun to hang out that night but um yeah it's sort of been um full go since then i think my poor cars put a bazillion miles on it this summer but all is good rebecca farm that was awesome yeah Um, i was gonna ask you about that how'd how'd that go max oh it was fantastic the weather was perfect the ground was absolutely perfect they um you know the young riders they had um you know the highest number of uh, two-star entries they've ever had so that was great um yeah the weather was perfect and the people were great and the courses were great and so that was it was a again another stellar competition put on by the broussard crew so that was awesome and then yeah teaching here teaching there and yeah so here i am for for 10 days getting ready for this event and then to the American Eventing Championships, where they've got 996 entries. Wow. That's a lot, Max. It's that's, a lot of horses. That's got to be close to a record. Oh, yep. it is a record. Yeah, because right. Tryon had the highest um, numbers that before, and it was 750, but 996 entries. 
Wow. Wait. 23 different divisions. And you know why that is? Because it's at the Kentucky Horse Park. It's not in the back blocks of nowhere. Yeah. No, off- no offense to all, all you other places. It's, it's yeah. just, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's, you put it smack in the middle of the East Coast and this is what's going to happen, I guess. Yeah, you know? it's not in the middle of the East Coast. I will say, um, I will say that, uh, you know, it's it's not East Coast. It's sort of beginning to become a little, it's like a little Western of the East Coast. <laughs> that's kind of, that's, that's kind of what I meant. Yeah. 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 If you, yeah. if you, if you take your hand and work it across a bit and yeah. you take a I mean, big we're chunk. Almost on the yeah. timeline for the next time zone. There you go. Is right. Lexington. Okay. So there is that, but yeah, it is. And I think it's just a destination and you got areas, area one, area two, area three, area four, area five, area eight can get there so very easily. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So there is that. There is that. Um, but yeah, that, that's, um, uh, so that's exciting. And then, and then, and then I can't remember where I go next. I can't remember. <laughs> um, like plantation and everything. And then I come and hang out with you during fair Hill, which will be great. Yes. It'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Johnny and bees. Uh, yep. Yeah. 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 No, that will so be there awesome. we go. Yeah. There's plenty, yeah. plenty to do. Yeah. So, um, Tell us, I wanted to ask you about the young riders at Rebecca Farm, Max. Did you did you watch that? How did that all go? I, I mean, did. I watched quite a bit of it. And I think it was uh, it was quite the three-star riders were unbelievably fantastic. They're fantastic through their their horsemanship, the way they looked after their horses, their awareness of all that. Um, excellent in the in the press conferences, um, very mature, um, which was great. Saw a, a bit of a gap um, to the two-star. The riding was was okay, but some of the horse care and, and uh, that type of bit really dropped off in the two-star, which was a bit concerning to see. And um, ground jury had to speak to a few people, so that was a bit disappointing. But um, again, they you know the horses all came through quite well. Um, good competition. Um, not so many three-star entries, but I think the individual it got it was really close at the end. They these guys had to jump a clear round to keep their medals and um it was you know high pressure and um the guys that uh william as we call him twigs that won the uh three star is a good kid and he you know he drove his own horse out there you know all these other kids got their horses commercially shipped from area three and and he um he drove it out with one of the dads and all the equipment he drove his horse and all the equipment out so it was kind of a nice story for him to to win it and um he's a good kid um, and a really good rider. So that was, that was kind of nice to see that, um, see that go well. And, um, yeah, so it was, it was, it was quite good. I think it was quite good. And, um, yeah, the, the kids were great. They got, they got, they all got along really well. Um, and Rebecca Farm just does a really good job, even though they have, you know, 600 other horses competing there. They, they do a super job of making the young riders feel very special and, and, part of a championship, which is really cool. They do all that, you know, they go to the press conference, they've got their awards, you know, their medal ceremonies. They have a couple of their own parties. They've got their own stabling. They've got their own hospitality tent. So it, it really is, um, it's wow. a really cool experience for them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So it was good. It was good. Yeah. Some very good riders and, and some fun to see. And I, what I love is that when these old, some of these older horses that maybe can't do the upper levels anymore, we're seeing, you know, you still see, you know, six or eight of them at the young riders teaching these, this next generation what to do. So I, I love seeing that. And those horses all look really well and, um, we're enjoying their job. Yeah, no, that is, I, I really like that as well. Um, yeah. when the horses, um, need to be doing something a little bit easier, um, yeah. that they get, they, they get onto that. And it's just good for, um, cause it's good for young riders, and not so experienced riders to ride nice horses and you know and and i don't mean that in the let's go and spend 100 million dollars on on a horse at all what i'm saying is that you know if you're lucky enough to maybe get a lease or borrow one or something like that or you know something that's had a little bit of miles uh, to go along with the other horses that you're riding and young horses that you're bringing on it does really really help you right absolutely yeah yeah 
you know, it was good. I mean, don't, 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 listeners, don't think I mean you've got to go and spend right. a, a fortune yeah. on a horse, you know. But like, there's ways and means of of getting around it and doing it. Like one of my um, working students um, was riding a fabulous, fabulous one star mare that Ruthie and I own, and has got some incredibly good miles, you know, and probably didn't realise quite how lucky she was, you know. But I mean, it, you have these horses that have been there and done it. Um, and another one was riding an old five-star horse, you yeah. know, and um, so <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's really cool for people to do yeah. it. Yeah, 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 and so exciting news for the Pan Ams. I'm sure our last host spoke quite, or, you know, the last show was a little bit about that, but uh, with Liz being having been there. But uh, great for the Brazilians. We're going to talk to Carlos in a bit. We, yeah, we're going to talk to Carlos Paro. Um, he's going to tell us, a bit about it and it's yeah I, I guess the last two shows have been a little bit about brazil and and things but I, that's what's been going on but first we're going to talk to our first guest courtney with us now is newly minted pan am medalist groom courtney carson courtney welcome to the show uh thank you guys so much for having me on yeah well so um first of all huge congratulations for um our listeners uh courtney is the groom for doug payne and she is just freshly back from um, Lima with some hardware um, and uh, quite an adventure, huh? Oh, my gosh. It was, I mean, it was life changing. I mean, you know how it is, Max. Like, you think that you've done a lot of cool things, but then you add the team experience to it. And it, like, it just changes it as a groom. You, I didn't really think that it could go to another level until we were down there. And it, it's wild. It is. Yeah. I mean, cause you've done, you guys have done some nation's cup things and stuff, but this is just a whole different, um, whole different ball of wax. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. like the camaraderie really with it between all the moving parts through Yousef and the grooms and the riders. And it's, it's really neat because you know, a lot of these riders and their grooms, but then when you put four or five really dedicated people kind of together and everyone's working together as a team, um, yeah, it just, it changes the whole ideal of it. Yeah. And you guys are lucky. I, one thing that I love about those, um, the Pan Ams and the Olympic games is that you, and cause that doesn't always happen in the world championships, but you guys also get to meet the dressage riders and the jumping riders and grooms and get to sort of meet them and, and all become, you know, part of the United States. Yeah, it was awesome. Cause we were on, like they put the event horses kind of on the back side of the aisle um, because we were there in the middle, and so they were able to shuffle the dressage horses out and bring the show jumpers in. But we were still like everyone showed up. You know, all the event riders and grooms went for the freestyle and the Grand Prix dressage riders to cheer them on, and we were all there as the riders came in and out and went to the mix zone, and you know, vice versa. The show jumpers came and supported us, and they were probably cheering just as loudly as our owners and support crew that were in the VIP area, and just as happy for us as we were for them. So it was really, really neat to see all the cross disciplines come together. Yeah. So talk us through just to our listeners. Cause I know everybody gets so curious about this. So talk us through your, your trip. You guys started off your training sessions in at Stableview and Aiken. And so talk everybody briefly through, you know, the steps that you went through there. Yeah. So we were really lucky being based in Aiken. Um, my horses were quite fortunate. They just had to go 20 minutes down the road. Um, but still, you know, like we packed everything up and met everybody there. And it was a very intimate group of horses and riders because it was just the U.S. based horses that were there. So we had Tammy Smith with My Bomb and then Lynn Samansky with RF Cool Play and Boyd with Hester Leg. And then Will Fodre was there as one of the reserves with Fun. And my two horses, um, Star Witness, who went, and then Van Diver, who was a direct reserve. And so it was a very low-key week, but it was also pretty intense because we were fine-tuning a lot of things. And, you know, everyone's like, we're trying to keep everything really sound and keep their routines as, you know, simple as possible and as close to normal. Um, but it was a really good chance to kind of watch how everyone approaches their horses differently and, you know, see like the mental state of the riders and be able to kind of figure out what they were going to need going into the games as well. Um, and then from there, we shipped the horses out on Friday night down to Miami. Um, and so Monique and I actually rode in the trailer with the horses. Um, we were 
we, you know, we're pretty concerned because one of the dressage horses had gotten hurt in transport on the way to Miami. So oh, right. yeah. we kind of all made, yeah. And so to make sure that we could send four horses for the team and then Liz Halliday's horse was already traveling to meet us there from Europe. Um, so we shipped two grooms in the trailer and then the other two girls, Steph Simpson and Kendall Tracy drove down in a rental car with Dr. Johns and they met us in Miami. Um, and we were supposed to just do a quick, like six hour layover in Miami and, uh, Kendall, Monique, Dr. Johns and I flew out and Stephanie's sitting there waiting on the horses. And then we get word that the plane's delayed and oh my. it was a holiday in <laughs> Peru. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was very nerve wracking. And so it was a holiday in Peru and they couldn't get the plane fixed. And we were trying to find another plane to get back up to Miami. And then that crew had to, you know, sleep so that they could fly back and, it was, it was a disaster for about 36 hours. And then you've got all the athletes and all the grooms and, you know, all of us grooms are used to taking care of eight to 20 horses and all of a sudden nothing. Right. So we're like, it's only so okay, many times you can, we'll you can fluff your stall and make it look pretty. You're like, Oh, wow, it looks the same. See, this, yeah. this is, the, yeah. this is, this is what happens. Yeah. Okay. And actually it was, Yogi Breisner that pointed it out once at a, I don't know what, where we were, I think some seminar or something. And he, he talked about how when you get people that are so used to being so busy, the hardest thing is to make them leave the horses alone and the grooms, the riders. And then, you know, oh, I just want to take it for another little hand graze. Maybe just pull a few more hairs out of its mane. Oh, does it need to be clipped? I think I'll bath it again, you know, and you've just... (laughs) You, you got these people that are just so they've got nothing to do, you know, and they're not used to doing stuff like go to the mall and go shopping. To, right. Like what? What do you mean? What? Yeah. Go, go to the I'm gym again? No, yeah. I've been already. You know, like so. It's it's a difficult thing when you've got people that are used to going flat out and having a lot to do to teach them to leave the horses alone. Sorry, I just thought I was Well, and I actually told someone, I was like, it's exhausting. Like, it's exhausting to try to make myself slow down in that situation. Um, You know, you'd think it would be refreshing, but it has the opposite effect on me, at least. Yeah. Oh, I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think I've overcome it, Max, to be honest. Have you? you? Yeah. Yeah, I think think I've overcome it. I've, like give myself little different things to do like oh there's a supermarché what oh, are we going to yes. have for dinner tonight you know yes. and just oh, I have keep to my go mind get fresh baguettes yes mm, exactly yeah. oh you know <laughs> oh look and and there's a wine cave i think yeah. we better go and have a look at that probably <laughs> <laughs> oh, joe is pretty great by the way yes, yes. And yeah. here's, a beer, here's a beer factory. We're going to go and do that. Exactly. Hey, Max. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. All of our riders went to the Let's go check park. it out. I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, anyway, so the horses got there. Everybody was fine. It's one of those things. It's like, that's why you pack extra baggies of grain in your airplane bag, right? You know, <laughs> you right. learn that yeah, lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You slip those ones underneath when no one's looking. Yeah, you carry that one on yeah. yourself. Yeah. It look like, yeah. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, and, you know, huge shout out to Seth Boydstrom, because she did a fantastic job keeping the horses, you know, from losing their minds, sitting there waiting to get on the plane, and they all looked like a million dollars, you know, and Tim Duda and his crew, like, they were fantastic in working all that out, um, and they showed up, and honestly, like, they were all a bit on edge when they got there, but they all settled quite well. Um, the, the, the horses or the riders? Did you the horses or the riders? <laughs> Who was yeah, on edge? No, the riders would like to tell you they were relaxed. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the horses traveled very, very well. I was, they were amazing. Um, and the venue was, they did a great job with it, you know, considering you're in the middle of the city and you really felt like you were, I mean, you know, obviously you're not going to compare it to like the Kentucky horse park or something, but you felt like you were in an actual equestrian facility. You know, there was, I mean, but it was a small grazing area. There was a grazing area. There was a gallop track that the riders could book to hack on or to canter, do whatever they wanted. Um, the rings were fantastic. They had a early warm up ring, and then your final warm up in the main arena was absolutely beautiful. Like it was very, very well done. And security at the gate, you know, twenty four seven, and 
they all had smiles on their faces and everyone was very, very helpful. And, you know, it was a very, very well done event. Um, probably the biggest concern was the lack of information during cross country day. Oh yeah. That's um, so hard. Yeah. Spotty. Yeah. Yeah. The announcing was a bit spotty and there was no live feed even for anyone on the ground. So that was tough. And then of course the cell phone signal that had been beautiful all week decided to drop. And so like oh, random texts so back, back to the old fashioned <laughs> days. Back yeah. to the, remember these those yeah. days back oh, of, yeah. of runners. You had to have you had to have someone writing the instructions at the fence. We had this, by the way, this is this is showing you how old I am. But writing the instructions and 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 giving it to the when me when I was in my early twenties, running with the instructions from from the combination right. all the way yeah. back to the ten minute box. That's how it was done back then. That's wow. awesome. I know. Yeah, I be- I believe it, but so yeah, that was uh, and it was hard because of course the cell phone signal drops like when Doug's on course, and he ma- we had had amazing reception like everyone knew what was going on for the first two riders. Doug goes out on course on the greenest horse on our team, misses to the first jump, and then gallops out of sight. And I looked at Joni, and I was like, I'm not going to make it through the next eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the time stands still when your rider's on course. It absolutely is like one of the worst things. And then you can't hear anything. And then you can hear the horse's name being announced, but they're speaking a different language. So you don't know what they're saying, but you know they're talking about oh, yeah. that, person, that horse. You're like, yeah. ah. yes. Yeah, exactly. And so you're just kind of like, okay, I really hope that I keep hearing numbers. Like I know numbers in Spanish. I don't know anything else that they're saying. Oh no, nothing. It was like complete radio silence, even from the fence judges. And I was like, okay, I just hope nice. he comes home. Like, yeah, that would be nice. Oh, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure he loves you saying that he had a flat out miss at the first two. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> um, he, he put it in his cross country video that he posted. So I think it's fair game. <laughs> yeah. That is great. That is awesome. That's awesome. And so there's always some really good tales of of things. So what what was your your favorite um, silly tale that you can actually say on the radio? Because there's always something good, like, you know, people jumping into the water jump or some sort of fun thing like that. Um, Well, I thought I was getting detained because we flooded our bathroom. (laughs) Oh, geez. Yeah, so we had been um, hanging out. Debbie Carpenter, who's one of the freelance friends from the UK, Max, you actually introduced me to her. She was there with the Brazilian team. And so Monique and I had been, you know, hanging out with her and the Brazilian girls, or the grooms for the Brazilian team that were there. And we'd all gone back and done late check. And it was probably 11 o'clock getting back to our room. And so Monique goes to get in the shower and I'm just like doing some things. And the next thing you know, someone is about to break my door down. And I was like, I go to the door and I open it up and there's three security guards standing there. And they're like, you get your shoes, come with us. And I was like, uh, oh my God. okay. And so I go out and, you know, the septic's like leaking because they put up these temporary dorms for us and the plumbing was, you know, what it was. Um, and I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say it was the Brazilian grooms coming in with a bottle of cachaça <laughs> at 11 o'clock. They're only just getting a little bit warmed up. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, but yeah. We got so, home. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're, they're like, you know, talking to me in Spanish and they're trying to get some Spanglish in there. And I was like, we just like she just turned the shower on like there's no way that this has happened you know i think we're getting in all kinds of trouble for breaking all the plumbing and everything and they're like we need your passport number and all like that oh my understood. and i was like oh my god they're taking me to jail like or they're kicking me out because we've flooded all the dorms <laughs> and so we somehow <laughs> managed in all this like weird spanglish to cut the water off in our bathroom and we're like, don't worry, we won't use it, we won't use it. I'm thoroughly convinced that they are going to, like, USEP the next day and telling Joni that these girls have caused hundreds and thousands of dollars in damage and all this and that. And I'm like, this is my first team experience and I'm never coming back because I broke the dorm, the plumbing in the dormitories. Right. They, wow. they were trying to move us to a room with a working shower. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, so my they, God, that is so yeah. funny. Yeah, but so then I was like, no, 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 we're fine. We'll stay in this room. They had to take all of our beds out. So we went back in the next day. They had pulled the toilet out of the floor. Oh, it was, I have pictures Oh, my of it. gosh. It was, 
Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like a whole ordeal. And I was like, Oh my gosh, if I had known you guys could have just shut the room if we would have moved. Like, right. yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Cause if you'd been to like, for instance, the world games in France, they probably would have oh. just given you a Gaelic shrug huh, and carried on. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were very, very accommodating, but for about 20 minutes, I thought I was going to like Peruvian detention and I was very worried. <laughs> wow. That fine line of trying to understand, isn't it? Am I yeah. going to jail or are they going to give me a margarita? You know, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. And so then, you know, everybody, you guys finished the competition, the horses are home and everybody's happy and well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Monique flew back to California with Lexus or my bomb. And uh, I heard he got home in great form. And then I went, we broke the trip up to the East coast horses shipping home. So I went and I met the shippers at stable view on their way back. And Thomas and Julio both looked great. And our mayor, Ginger, she's, home and i mean she looks amazing she doesn't look like she ran at all so she's enjoying some downtime and then she'll probably just show jump a little bit this fall and hit some dressage shows so she doesn't need yeah. to run another long format this fall she's done a bunch uh, so. and you guys are gearing up because you guys have a big trip coming up don't you yeah yeah so we come to see you next to great meadow um we've yeah. three up there and then from there we're going you know touch wood keep everything crossed so we're supposed to take the big horse van diver to burley so that's really exciting that's awesome that'll be that'll be excellent that'll be excellent that's a fun event it yeah, is I'm Great. excited i've never been so. yeah they do the uh it's fun because everybody camps right there and there's a great big tent and they've got a good party on thursday night and another good party saturday night right there nothing like bookalo nothing like bookalo but it's Not still a good night yeah. I mean, yeah. Bugalo was, that was an experience for sure. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. That no, nothing, can, there's nothing holds a candle to that, but it is still a fantastic time. And it's, um, it is a fantastic event. And there's a large American contingency going over, which is kind of cool too. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, Nine yeah. 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 I think 11 now. Is it? Yeah. I think uh, I saw yeah, 11 it's, Americans. And then yeah. Donald Trump is supposed to go too. So yeah. So essentially 12 and, um, really exciting for us because Grace Fulton's going to go on groom for Woods and Grace rode for us all last year because she goes to school now in Aiken. So it'll be fun to have her. And then um, I think last I heard, I think Debbie Carpenter and I are actually sharing a caravan together. So that'll be a lot oh, of fun very good. to hang out yep. with her, call around and stuff. Yeah. So I'm really excited because it's, you know, you won't feel like such an outsider with that kind of a group. So no, no, no. And then you can, yeah, get, get a good course walk in and do all that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah. That'll be, that'll be awesome. Yeah. Really that'll, be a, that'll be a good time. Yeah. But there are a lot. Um, yeah. Lots of, lots of people. That's great though. I mean, I guess that's a good, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, that many hopefully they all get there and we all get home and yeah. I think it's a fantastic thing. Is it's going to be a lot less horses at, at Fairfield Hill for us? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. You know, the entries at Fair Hill are dwindling as we speak. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's. Look, I'm not complaining. Okay, as much as as much as I would I would love 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 to go to Burley, um, with all of those top horses going to Burley, it's um, and you know, no other five star here until next year supposedly. Um, I'm not that upset. <laughs> I'll yeah. just keep that one quiet. <laughs> yeah, we've got, there are 11. I'm just looking up the entries now. you got Woodge, Liz with Denira Z, Hannah Sue, Andrea Baxter, Buck, Lillian, Ariel Grald, Will Coleman, Chris Talley, Doug, and uh, Lauren Kiefer. That's you awesome. know what yeah. I'd love to see, Bax? What would you love to see? I want to see Chris Talley's jog outfit at Burley. Oh, I want to see the, yeah. the English faces. <laughs> yeah. When, when he comes out, when I don't, are they ready for it? When he comes out in the black studded leather jacket and black studded boots, I hope he does wear that. I have to get him. That is so message. good. 
Yeah. yeah I'm going to have to tell him next week to make sure he's got that pack just for you. Please do. Please tell him because that would just, I, I don't I would, I'd fly over just to watch that, I think. That yeah. Cool. It's, it would just be fantastic. So. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Well, Courtney, we know you probably have horses to feed and stalls to muck out and do all that kind of stuff, but thank you so much for chatting with us and um, good luck. And we, I will see you next week. Um, and um, yeah, we'll see We'll see you real soon. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It was great to catch up. Yeah. Thank you. When it comes to feeding your horse, are you sure you're giving him every possible advantage with pro elite horse feed? You can. It's the only horse feed to offer unparalleled amino acid profiles for enhanced performance, regulated starch and sugar levels, the best digestive package available and nutrition locked formulas that are crucial to overall health. Combined, these advantages create a winning formula for your winning horse. To learn more about feeding your champion, visit ProEliteHorseFeed.com. That's www.ProEliteHorseFeed.com. So continuing on with our Brazilian theme, like as in from the last show, uh, this day, um, today we've got uh, Mr. Carlos Paro on the line. Carlos, how's it going? It's going great, Joe. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Hot and wet, but um, surviving our summer. So, Carlos, you had a pretty awesome uh, Pan Ams um, down there. Um, and I want you to sort of tell us uh, all about it. Um, we spoke to Hoy before um, the, in our last show about getting there and, and all the rest of it. And unfortunately for him, he had a bit of bad luck and yeah. um, had a bit of a, a, a crashing fall. So um, yeah, we've sent all sent pretty get well soon thanks to him um and luckily he's all right and his horse is yeah. all right um but on the on the other side of things on the plus side of things um you got a pretty awesome prize um and prize uh, is well, prize is <laughs> yeah. um, an, an olympic qualification yeah i think you know we left here with our aim knowing it was going to be difficult um but you worked out pretty good it worked out pretty good for us in the end of course we had a little bit of uh, worry moment when when Hui had a fall and and uh, we had to rethink what we had to do. But yeah, it worked out good. Yeah. yeah. So tell us, talk us through it a little bit from top to bottom. I mean, like you guys, from when you arrived, you you got there about a week early, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Uh, there's not many flights going down there, so we decided to go a week early. So we got there. Um, first couple of days is all quite exciting, and then, and then you start realizing there's not much to do, and you just want the competition to start. Um, and then once it started, uh, we 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 kind of knew what we had to do. We walked the course. It looked the course looked really nice when we walked it. Um, it didn't look too difficult. We had a bunch of young horses. Um, my horse, I only had it for three months. It was my fifth or sixth event with her. Um, so, but but you well, you walk and you walk and walk nice, walk a nice three star course, and and we thought we're gonna have to do some good dressage score here because um, um, it's gonna be difficult to to catch up. Yeah, um, a little bit like Toronto, where where us and and the Americans we all went clean inside the time. We had that feeling that that might happen again. Yeah, yeah, um, and that wasn't really the case, though, was it? No, no. Luckily for us, uh, we always thought our biggest our biggest fight was going to be with Canada. It was going to be very difficult to beat um, the U.S. Um, but we had a, a big fight with Canada uh, to, for for the last for the second yep. spot. Um, luckily for us, they were drawn before us, which um, helped a little bit. And, and yep. two horses before us. So by the time they finished cross country, we our rider hadn't started yet. So we knew. A little bit what we had to do, um, yeah. Which I guess it helped. But once we done our tests and we were all quite happy with it, um, you know, we stayed in touch, didn't, didn't drift too far apart, and we knew the cross country was it could play out. So yeah. So tell us a bit about cross country day. I mean, like it it actually the way the scoreboard looked, it looked like. It rode tough. I mean, what happened? It looked like carnage. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think. I mean, was know, it I, was it like team pressure? Were people like just you know crapping themselves at the last minute? I and mean, what what was going on? I think it's very hard for people to understand the difference in the level between, I would say, us, Canada, and America with the other people. And yeah, I, I, I stayed away. I went watch Hoy. Unfortunately, I was at the fence when, when he had a ball. And yep. then a few people came through and I just thought, I've got to go get away from this. Because, yeah, it was... Got to the, the beginning of the course was quite plan. intense. Yeah. The beginning of the course was quite intense. And people were just, yeah, making a whole mess of it. So once, once the first uh, Canadian rider went and had a run out, we thought we could take the foot off a bit and, and just try to, to get a nice clear round. But obviously, happen, what happened to him is what happened to him. So then we had to rethink what we had to do. And um, yeah. So it, what, what happened at that moment? I mean, like, okay, so Hoy has a fall. And what did you do? You, you went, okay, you, you added it up and you went, who'd gone before? Which one of the Canadians had gone? And what made um, you decide what needed to happen? Yeah, so the first Canadian had a run out. I can't remember who it was, to be honest. But I knew they had a run out. So I went back to the warm-up and, and was talking to Rafa Lozano, who was, who was our second rider. And I said, just sit tight. You know, we've lost a rider, but they've also had a run out. So we, we, you know, we haven't lost anything yet. Yeah. We've got lots to play yeah, for. Yeah. We'll sit yeah. tight here and wait for the second rider to go. And as we could hear the, the tunnel, the second rider had two run outs. Okay, so at this point, I went to Rafa in the warm-up and said, let's just listen out for the second one. And we heard that they had two run-outs. So, you know, my, my advice to him was just get a clear round. We've got to get a clear round. If you feel like an option, go into the option. There's no pressure. You know, the only pressure now is that you can get home with a clear. So he ended up doing a long route to fence number nine. Um, which he wasn't quite happy with the lines and got home with 4.4 time. Um, Rafa is only 21, his first team appearance. So we were all quite delighted with, with that. Yep. Um, and then Marcelo Tozzi was, a, was our third rider. Um, and he had the best dressage score. He was line third after dressage and... The instructions to him was the same. By this time, Canada had another another rider with runouts, and and the instructions to him was the same: just get it home, get it clear, and and um, you know then it's just it leaves it to me. Um, he got home as well. At the time when he got home, I didn't quite know um, that he had a, a fifteen penalty for a flag, but I, we all thought he went clear, and and yeah, well happy and then it was just me left um and when i left i was uh, i knew only boyd could then go ahead of me and um so i uh yeah a little bit of team playing i i done the long route of the first water she didn't jump in too well and because i didn't know her very well i, I thought I'll, I'll save this one here and I was under the impression that I could catch up on the time. So I'd done that long route and thought I'll now go as fast as I can to, to make the time thinking a yeah. little bit of, you know, thinking of the team, but then thinking a little bit of myself as, as an individual position. Um, but I was just playing catch up all the way around. Um, as soon as I'd done that long route, I was 15 seconds behind and, and, I could never make it back up. Um, it was just um, it, the course, the space wasn't very big, and, and the course was really tight. So even when was you thought was galloping stretches, you still had tight turns to do, and, and time just disappeared. Yeah. Um, but no, I was, was, you know, so that's what we played out in the end. Is that it was for us? We had a little bit of stressing moment at the beginning, and then. Every time one of us went out, we knew that that was 
kind of the last chance. If you didn't get home, that was it. Um, right. Yeah. So that's way and it was a bit, you know, as when you're there, you're thinking, come on, just just get home. Um, and uh, no, but then in the end, it worked out good. And who do you guys have coaching you all now? But now Mark Mark Todd's not coaching you guys anymore, is he? Yeah, we've we've uh, we've had this Brazilian guy that he's been involved with us for for a long time. Uh, since I remember, he's been ninety eight. I went to the World Equestrian. Oh my goodness! And he was our coach. <laughs> um, so every, you know, it's yeah. He's 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 been he's been great. Like he's obviously hasn't got the experience or the knowledge and. Um, that these top guys do, but he does a great job by keeping keeping the spirit good and 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 let us do what what we that's can excellent do, what we know yeah um, giving a little bit of advice here and there but yeah basically that's that's pretty cool because like but between you and Marcelo and 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 Hoy there's quite a lot of experience there a lot of Olympic games and bits and pieces and things and so yeah I mean like that's that's kind of of it isn't it it's a, a really good team spirit is really helpful. Yeah, I think I think if you get somebody like Mark, then then it's easy. You've got to listen to what he says, and that's it because <laughs> what he yeah. is. But yeah. if he, if you know, you can get somebody that's not as good, but then you know, it it, it can cause a little bit of of confrontation. Confrontation in a way that it's not always what you want to hear, and you know, like, and it it, it does make it a little bit tougher. But this guy. He knows, he knows, he knows what he is, and and he knows we've got a lot of experience. He just keeps the spirit good, and and yeah, let us do our job. Yeah, fantastic. And, and the venue was super. Everybody said there were rave reviews on how the venue was, and um, they were all sort of ready and prepared for you, and and that was all quite good. Yeah, it's always hard when you go to a new place, but no, it was everything perfect. Everything was everything was as should be. Uh, and better you know there was loads of space and and they were very helpful every time you wanted to counter your horse or jump up you know there was somebody there to to say yes go ahead or wait 10 minutes into it um it got a little bit busy when the jumpers arrived with the dressage horses still being there but yeah no the, the, the surfaces were good and the cross-country ground was good and the fences were good it was all yeah it's always a little bit tricky when you don't know but as soon as we got there we knew that that was going to be you know a good place awesome awesome so um olympic qualification which is that must have been a a huge sigh of relief for you guys mustn't it yeah when you when you that was the main aim we left here thinking we've been going to the olympics the first team we had i think it was 92 and we've been qualifying for, for the olympics ever since um, I'm sure there'll be one day that we won't, but you know, it, when when it happens, it's a big relief. You know, a big weight comes off your shoulder that you think I've done. You know, we've done our first job here. Um, yeah, and I think we've done it well. Um, I think it's important to say that, that we have done it well. We, you know, we we went there. We had three clear rounds, and you know Marcelo had a fence down the short jumping, but me and Rafa jumped short jump clear. We came home with an individual medal. So, you know, it is the sports in Brazil and the riders in Brazil are getting better. So it's not just the Olympic qualification. It is thinking of also getting a good result at the Olympics. Um, but yeah, I think it was first step, a big first step towards it. But the great thing is that now it it really adds to the momentum, doesn't it? I mean, it, you've got you've got the Olympics coming up, and you've got people who are keen, and like you're you're qualified, and hopefully you'll be able to get a bit of support from from whoever you get it from, your government or your federation or, or whatever, and and really make a, a real good go of it. Yeah, it, the the Pan American Games um, being the games with with all the other sports as well, is where our Olympic committee decides how much funding they give to each sport. So right. getting a good result there, it's also very important to us because we get more funding as you, you know, as we get better results. So having a team silver and individual bronze, it's much more than when we went, let's say, to 
Guadalajara and got the bronze and still qualified because um, the US has already qualified. The US so, already qualified, yep. So, yeah. So, when we go and get silver and an individual medal, then, of course, they look at us thinking, you know, if we put a bit of money here, these guys could go to the Olympics and fight for a medal. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, it does make a difference on our funding on how we go in the Pan Ams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic. So, um, Carlos, tell us a little bit about this horse of yours. You've only had it for three months. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit of a... I had a really good horse ready for the two goals of the Panams. Um, he's been prepared from from the start. He was four when I got him and he was all ready to go until about four months before the Panams. He was already qualified last year and, you know, good results. Um, and uh, took him to an event and he um, hurt his leg. So I did have another one. It wasn't as good. But then these people approached me, some owners approached me and um, asked me if I wanted to ride their horses. Um, at the time, I didn't think much of it. I, that she, she's not very big. She's, I think she's about 15'2". Yep. Meter, a meter 56 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she already jumped a, a three-star long format and I thought mm, maybe I could get her qualified and, and you know and just maybe I could have her as well <laughs> for, for the Pan Ams <laughs> yeah 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 so she went to Tartasos I don't uh, maybe two events on her I went to Tartasos she jumped the Bokali at Tartasos yeah a little bit of time cross country and then came back on another two and yeah R- remind remind me her name uh, it's Quaking Curious yeah She's, um, yeah, an English bred horse on uh, yeah. New Zealand. Uh, the father is by uh, Quickstar, and then the mother is a New Zealand thoroughbred. Or... Oh wow, what a combination! Oh. That's all right. Okay, well and, I'm just gonna Joe, I'm gonna Joe clarify this. <laughs> I'm gonna clarify this as soon go. as I get, rid of, get my terrier out of the room. All right, so the mother, <laughs> the mother, we called her Poppy Max. Oh. Okay. We called her Poppy. Her name was Should Be Good, and she was out of, she was out of. I think it was Would Be Easy. Okay. okay. <laughs> now I have to check with Dad, but it was one of Dad's experiments. Okay. the 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 damn sire was Silent Hunter, and that That's was the it. sire of Snip, sire of Silence, Sanskrit. Okay, Southern Star, some famous, famous five-star horses and Olympic horses. So he was the sire, Silent Hunter, and Dad. One of Dad's experiments was to get this trotting mare and breed because he wanted to breed a bit more jump. So, so he <laughs> bred this. He bred and and Poppy should be good. Was the, this was what what we got out of her? Now I rode her as a five-year-old. Um, did some show jumping with her, and she was amazing. And we sold her um, to Victoria, and she was the breeder. Um, so she, okay. the, she's she's the breeder of um, of Carlos's horse. So, oh wow, yeah. that's such Pretty, a cool. That's a good story. I love that. I know. So yeah. when, and the funny thing was, I started looking at the photos of her, and I'm like, she really does look like a mother. You know, and and the mother, of course, the mother could really move because she's a trotter, half trotter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she had this amazing trot, but she could really jump, and she had an engine like you wouldn't believe, like just could never stop. She just would go and go and go and go and go. So we were all pretty excited actually when we kind of put two and two together and yeah. saw that Carlos was on. A, a so horse cool. that was closely related to, yeah. But I mean, you know, that Silent Hunter line has done amazing, um, really. When you look at the horses back, and and he goes back to like he was an American tire himself, um, imported to New Zealand, and he goes back to all the famous horses here. So mm. yeah, so no, I was pretty. We were pretty excited for you, Carlos. Actually, yeah. No, when they um, told me who she was buying by a New Zealand mother, and I never really thought much of it until. Um, one day she said, I think she came from this stud where Charisma came from. And I was like, really? And then as soon as, um, yeah, as soon as Joe contacted me one day, I said, that's it, Joe. She's one of yours. 
That's awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, so pretty awesome. And, um, yeah, her mother was – she was small and she was a real goer and she could really jump. Um, yeah. And um, she ended up up in England and things. Victoria rode her for a little bit and competed for a little bit and then she was put to stud. So that's how it goes. Um, so, yeah, pretty pretty awesome. So exciting, yeah. yeah. So, Kaka, what, do you, what have you got left for the rest of the year? Um, we've got quite a busy finishing year now. Um, I'm off to, we've got summer for this weekend, as I was telling you, we've got, uh, I go to Mew Street next week for the, for the Event Riders Masters. Um, and then I've got a, a horse going to Bocalo and a couple of horses going to Lillian. So, okay. Yeah. So that's going to keep you out of trouble. That's plenty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, need to get some horses qualified for the Olympics now, and yeah, yeah. think of the next thing. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. true. The second you finish one thing, you're you're thinking totally on to the next, aren't you? Yeah, because it's, it's just a process, and you can't just have it appear. You just need to work your way backwards from from the Olympic Games and exactly what you need to do up until then. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it's coming up fast. You know, we're less than 165 than 365 days now. Yes. Um, and so it comes up quicker than you think. And sort of like when you're thinking about trying to qualify horses and stuff, um, you need to start thinking now. <laughs> you yeah, know, you absolutely. And also, um, also the FBI has this new rule about validating your um, Olympic qualification, team Olympic qualification, which is having at least three combinations qualified by the 31st of December. Really? Um, Yes. So, hang on, but that's, have, your, that's your team, isn't it? Yeah. Once the team has qualified, like we've done in the Panams, right? We need to validate this qualification by having three combinations qualified by the. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because now that you're qualified for you're qualified for the Panams, which doesn't ne- the team is, but doesn't mean that you necessarily have three individuals that are qualified to go to the Olympic Games. So I get it. So now you have to make sure that three of your riders, three Brazilian riders, yeah. are qualified to actually go next year. Now, uh, no, the, actually, no. It's it's different than that. that. Um, it's a it's a next one. You can qualify to the Olympics until May or June. You can do that as a yeah. rider combination. But to validate your team qualification, you have to prove to the FBI that you have enough riders that will qualify. So they want right. three yeah. qualified. It doesn't mean they have to, they have to go, or doesn't mean they, you know. But they want three. But the, you have enough qualified by the thirty first yeah. of December. We only got two at the moment. It, it's not a problem for countries like Great Britain or Germany because they would have people qualified all the time. But Brazil, where there's only five or six, four or five stars riders, then you know it, it becomes a little bit of a problem. <laughs> right. So. Uh, so you, what you've got to identify the people from Brazil that we've got two could possibly, at the moment. Yep, get a four star done. Yeah. Um, does it have to be a four star short and long? Yeah, fully. Yeah. Okay. Fully, fully qualified. <laughs> okay. So you've got to identify the people that can get the four star short and long done before the thirty first of December. So That's you need correct. one one extra person. So when you're talking about you know, maybe there's only six people. See, so take Hoy out of the equation, um, yeah. which is a bugger, um, yeah. because you he would have been Hoy, a good person. You yep. take the Panam's horses, you can take them out of question because they've just done something. Yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah. just got back. So it's hard for them to go and do another one now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It leaves us with not many options. Luckily, I've got another horse. Um, as I said, I want to take him to Bocalo. Uh, yeah. And then our reserve rider that went to Panam is also going to Buffalo to qualify. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's you know it's not many people left, but it's something that. Well, <clears throat> I hope you guys do get qualified. Otherwise, we'll probably end up seeing you at the jockey club. <laughs> yeah, because that's <laughs> the last qualifier, isn't it? That's yeah, the last one. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's the last. <laughs> yeah, it's the last four star. Um, you have to have six, your qualifications done by December this time, and not um, and not February like it was four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, you can. You know, if if we Brazil got three combinations qualified by thirty first of December, other people can qualify 
up to May. Right. Go. Right. Yeah. I know. But... I think the people that are chasing the points, like the individuals oh, yeah. from sort of Puerto Rico, can the Canadians now yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and other places, they're they that's their last play FEI competition unless they're gonna go to Adelaide, which is yeah. you know a little bit out of yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the whole new thing. Now, is that the same? Is now, excuse my ignorance, but is that the same for all teams, or is that yeah. just the people that go to the Pan Ams qualifying at, at, yeah. at three star level? All teams, all teams all have teams. to have three riders. But as I said, you know, you got the Brits or the Germans or even the US. They would have people qualify for the Olympics that are not even on the list. That's enough. You know, they never, yeah. they might never have a chance of getting the team, but that's enough for, for to validate their qualification. So, yeah. Um, so they, they, when you get Brazil or or, or I was to, I was talking to Alex Watchina yesterday, um, and they only got three riders that could qualify for the Olympics full stop, and all three of them have to qualify by the thirty first of December, um, wow. and he's the only one qualified so far. Right. Wow. qualified as a team, but they might lose their team slots because I gotcha. And then what? It, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, I've, well, I bet China's throwing some, throwing some um, yen at some of those boys. Then I imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying. We might, we might end up seeing them at the jockey club as well, Max. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that. It does throws a whole new dynamic on it, and I get it. You know, like the the FEI probably wants to know that the teams have got depth, and that they're going to be able to actually get there. Exactly. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, and yeah, let's not go into the point system. That's a, another very long, complicated thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, a whole new thing. <laughs> um, when we went to the Olympics, it was on the point system. Believe it or not, for New Zealand. Um, and yeah, it's it's a whole a whole different thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Well, it sounds like you've um, sounds like you've got plenty to do for um, um, coming up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm quite jealous of you going to Bookalo. It's always been a really fun event. Yeah. So. Yeah, Joe. Why don't we get a horse to go there? That'd I have be fun. I um, have some good stories about the deer we I went to Buffalo <laughs> About the what? The year we went to Buffalo together. Who, it's, you not, and it's not yeah. for this, it's not for this type, not for here <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was uh, telling somebody the other day about that time we went together to Buffalo and uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised I can remember a few things. Yeah, well, that, that was back in the in the days when we were young and irresponsible. But it's, it's all changed mm. now, Carlos. Yeah, you're a you're a, yeah. a, a Pan Am's medalist again. So yeah, exactly. you've, got to, you've got to knuckle down and get back get to the next Olympics. So <laughs> all right, well, listen, Carlos. <laughs> before we get into some of those old stories. Of, we probably shouldn't tell people about. Um, I'm going to say thank you so much for coming on the show and um, taking some time to talk to us. And good luck for the rest of your season and good luck for the Olympics. And congratulations, Brazil. Yeah, I'm really, you. really happy for congratulations. you. Congratulations. Um, Max and I, we were talking last time and we said, even though it looks strong for America, I we, we said that it's anyone's Pan Ams, really. This is what we thought. It wasn't yeah. like this This one. It could have been anyone's. Yeah, it could have gone anyone's. Yeah. It could have gone anyway, yeah. and it really did, and it just sh went, goes to show that anything can happen, and, and if in America it had one more little slip-up, it would have been a whole different story, you yeah. know, and it's so um, – and, and favourites that you think are an absolute shoe-in, things go horribly wrong um, in team pressure and stuff. And so, yeah, no, it was great. It was great. But, I mean, the, it looked horrifying, the scoreboard, but I'm sure it wasn't yeah. so bad. Um, but, yeah, no, um, just I think just well done, guys. Think no, really good thank effort. you. No, thanks, yeah. thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, as you said, it, it could have been anyone, and, and we're just glad that, that it worked out for us. Um, we all put a lot of work and effort into it, and, and we're just happy that, that it's paid off. Yeah. Okay. Awesome, Carlos. Well, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you again so. soon.
The Eventing Writers Association of North America is the collective voice of writers, equine professionals, and owners in pursuit of enhancing the growing sport of eventing in North America. In cooperation with our members, governing bodies, related committees, and organizers, ERA of NA works to improve the overall welfare, safety, visibility, and growth of the sport. ERA of NA, your voice matters for the sport of eventing. Jump in and engage by becoming a member today. Find them online at www.eraofna.com. So, Max, what would you think about that, the homebred of ours? I love that. Yeah. I think that's cool. I know. I was yeah. going to ask you, is that one, that mare, because I know when I had that little horse upstage that I used to look after for Karen, and that was that sire was a New Zealand thoroughbred called Touching Wood. So I didn't know if that was any relation because you said the horse, the sire's name was would be good or something like that. No, okay. So basically, this touching wood was a, from memory, was a shuttle stallion. Oh, okay. Okay, that went from England to now. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty okay. sure, and I'm pretty sure he stood um, at David and Maisie Be- Be- Benjamin's um, in the Waikato. So I think, I think. Can't quite remember, but anyway, um, no. This one, this is this mare. The mare dad had this trotting mare. It was would be easy or something. Okay. It was this really you. weird, inappropriate name. Okay, yes. and <laughs> and the the sire was silent hunter now silent hunter was the sire of a lot of our really top horses not so this is and this is a completely different line to anything like charisma and and that line okay? right it's, it's, it's completely different um but dad it was one of dad's experiments and he just said oh you know these trotters they and i think it was you know when it was it was around the time that mark todd took double take to the Olympics. Oh, uh, okay. 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 And he had some sort of trotting something or other going on with him. Okay. And so it was like, oh, well, let's get a trotter and breed a breed some sort of jumping thing. And so the mare that we ended up with, um, they called her should be good. And they nicknamed her Poppy. And I rode her as a baby before she was sold and went up to the UK. And so, um, yeah, so that's how that went. Yeah. And and the mare that Carlos is riding looks really similar. Isn't that funny? Um, That's cool. Isn't it? It's just yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. And like I said, we were really, we were just really excited. Um, so that's no, cool. Sounds cool. like a nice horse that mixed with big star. That's uh that's a good combination. Yeah. Well, exactly. It all sort of comes back to breeding in the end, doesn't it? You know, yeah, is it, exactly. And there's always little, little quirks and different things and stuff going on. Um, so yeah, no, it's pretty cool. But, um, apart from that, Max, we haven't got a whole lot more news. I mean, we're getting ready for our, our fall down here. I mean, obviously you're busy with Great Meadow up there and um, that's quite a serious event. Yeah. Um, We've got, we've got way more entries than we were expecting, which is exciting. We have 150 entries, um, which is great. Um, yeah, yeah. we've got 42 in the four star, which we weren't really expecting, but we're thrilled with. So, yeah, I think it'll be good. Sounds like a few people are using this as their final run for uh, Burley. Um, yeah, well, it makes sense, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's, two weeks. And, it, and yeah. that's exactly what we would have done. Yeah. As well, when you, look at, when you look at the calendar, you've either got to leave now and, and compete in England or you you do Great Meadow and you can go. Yeah. You know, so yeah, totally. that's it works in really, really well. So yes. um, when we were toying with the idea of Johnny – going it was great meadow was definitely on the radar yeah yeah um, but don't panic max if everything goes well we can go i've been told we can go next year excellent yeah? super okay I like so it. we will go to burley so don't think you're going to miss out and mm-hmm. i feel like i i'm actually i spoke speaking to dan jocelyn the other day and he's um he's getting married in about six weeks and i'm going over to be the best man which i'm super excited oh, about wow. um and he um, he said, oh, well, yeah, no, I've got, entered Burley because oh, the horse isn't quite ready, but I'm not getting any younger. And no, no, no. I'm right. like, and I, just, I had this pang of jealousy. I really did. I was just like, oh, yeah. I want to go. I mean, it would I, be one thing if you live there, you could you you would have that. But now when you have to pay for the airplane over there, well, you got to be really sure. 
Exactly, and that's what I said. Yeah. To I said, you know, like we got we got to raise funds for that, and we've got to um, have the horse in really, really good form and things. Yeah. And and I feel like in my, in 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 my heart of hearts, probably next year's his year. And so you know, but like if it had been if I'd been there, I think I probably would have been like, oh, you know, I'm, yeah. <laughs> well, because he is because Johnny is such a good cross country horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah he's super, super, yeah. super. Yeah, would have been easy for him. But anyway, next year, anyway, next year. Yeah, I know. Onwards and upwards, Max. But anyway, it's about time you um, started with your end bits. Yeah. All right. So, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Eventing Riders Association of North America podcast. You can learn more about Eventing Riders Association of North America at eraofna.com. You can find the links to today's guests and topics at eventingradio.com. You can follow the Eventing Radio Show on Facebook. Just search for the Eventing Radio Show and on Twitter at Eventing Radio. Listen to the Eventing Radio anytime, anywhere with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can also subscribe by iTunes. Thanks again to Pro Elite Horse Feeds for supporting the show. Find them online at ProEliteHorseFeed.com. This is Max, and you can find me at Great Meadow. You can also find me on Facebook at Max Corcoran Horse Care. You can find me on Instagram at MMC338, and you can find me, well, you can read my old, old, old blogs on Max Corcoran WordPress. And this is Joe, and you can find me on Facebook, Joe Meyer. You can follow me on Twitter, Joe Meyer, N-E-V-N-T-R. You can go to my website, joemeyereventing.com, and you can find me on Instagram, joemeyereventing. And you can find me this weekend at the Ocala Horse Park, sweating my little bottom off <laughs> in, in the hotness down here, eventing. Oh, and by the way, Max, they've waved coats and braiding. Oh, already. I like that idea. Yep. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, I think it's really very, fantastic. A really, very popular organizer we've got yes. at the moment. Um, <laughs> she's, thank you very much, Emily Holmes, for doing that because it just would be unbearable. But um, anyway, so that's what's going on with us. But thank you, listeners, and we'll talk to you again in four weeks' time. Bye for now. <laughs>